you're listening to Not So Life from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein. With me in the booth, I pretty much now it's set to roll for the foreseeable future, is the other Mike. <laughs> Hi. How you doing? <laughs> I think you guys are stuck with him at this point. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I just happened to say yes, and here I am. Multiple times. <laughs> Seven episodes in with no sign of stopping. I, I pretty much just going to make you a permanent host at this point. This is fun. I'm enjoying this. Yay. This week, well, speaking of permanent hosts and the, the opposite <laughs> therein, uh, right. this week we're going to be discussing the sad fall of MTV News. The uh, the news just reported on MTV News, noting that MTV News is now no longer going to be doing the news because Paramount has axed them. Uh, it's sad, really, because like you know we were kind of briefly talking about it. Like I remember that from my childhood, the little mm-hmm. breaks in between, like when you know we also talked about when MTV actually played music and not reality TV all day long. Like back when it was good. Now you got to find like MTV Seven on like some random channel to see actual music. But it's still sad. Like you know Kurt mm-hmm. Loder and you know some of the other hosts, but he was the main one that I remember all those years. You know you got you got your some semblance of news when you were a kid right around then. It was it's sad. It was interesting. Yeah, no, I remember I, I walked I mean I wasn't quite as young a kid as you were during that time period. Um <laughs> but no I remember I remember going in and you know it was it was still around the time when you know MTV was playing some music, TRL or whatever was on as well and they just started really going behind like real world and road rules which was the the kind of spin-off sort of thing just like people doing dumb stunts around the country in an RV before Jackass mm-hmm. but you know you could see how Jackass came out of that. Um, yeah, but mostly Daria. Like they do long marathon blocks <laughs> of Daria, and then you know, at ten minutes after the hour during the marathon blocks every hour, Kurt Loder or Tabitha Sword and one of them would come on, mm-hmm. and they just give you the news. And you're like, wow, I feel just slightly educated now. Yeah, you know, it made <laughs> you feel like an adult while doing you know stupid kid stuff. So like watching music videos and Daria. Yeah, no, <laughs> uh, yeah. Dar- classic show by the way, Daria. Like one, one of the best and very underrated. You know, the spinoff of Beavis and Butthead. Actually, she was a character on that show, and they were like, "Hey, she's popular. Let's make a show about her." And it worked. And it worked really well. It had a totally different vibe from Beavis mm-hmm. and Butthead. One that I appreciated because you know she was a. L- loner, uh, antisocial kid, and I'm like, this speaks to me. <laughs> <laughs> relatable. <laughs> so relatable. <laughs> she yeah. hates the jocks, and I hate the jocks. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, my wife and I talk about that show sometimes because, you know, we both watched it growing up, and I can remember, like, one line from it, and, like, her friend Jane and her were talking, and I think the, this jock, I think his name was Kevin or whatever, mm-hmm. he was saying something, and he was, like, you know, bummed that he couldn't get a good score on a test, and, you know, I remember Jane saying, just remember, it's not how well you play in the classroom, it's how well you play football, and <laughs> he was like, yeah, I can do that, and I was like, oh, I was a jock, and that hurts me. <laughs> I was smart. I always flash on the uh, the science project with the uh, the mice that they were supposed to train to do mazes, and um, <laughs> the, the whatever happened with Daria and Kevin's one because he was on her science team, just the two of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she got an A for her explanation. The teacher's like, "You get an A for all of this," and he's and he's like, "All right," and and then she's <laughs> like, right. "You you are an, uh, a a a woman hating man," and blah blah blah. And you get a D, and he's like. All right. All right. Because <laughs> it was Classic. still a passing grade. <laughs> C's get degrees. <laughs> uh, so, no, yeah, that, that show was great. There was a lot of fun stuff. I mean, I didn't actually hate watching Road Rules either for at least its first few seasons. Just 
watching these dumb people. Like, it was better than real world, in my opinion, because you could, like, mm-hmm. watch people doing shit and not just being assholes in a, an apartment. They were assholes on the road doing games mm-hmm. and then occasionally just bitching in an RV. Like, it was better, in my opinion. But. It was, like, you know, a... a like a 20 year old version almost of like double dare in a mm-hmm. way. Cause they had like those physical challenges on there that were always like kind of stupid, but mm-hmm. like, you know, they had little teams and you get like immunity or whatever. Like it was fun. It was like yeah. survivor dumbed down, I guess yeah. you'd say. Survivor um, I think started off before survivor, but you know, just not without, mm-hmm. without the Island. It was just a couple of RVs yeah. driving around. It was, it was yeah. fun for what it was. I didn't like watch it religiously, but if a couple episodes came on after a Daria block, I'm like, well, mm-hmm. you know, it's here, whatever. I remember watching the first couple seasons, and it was definitely better than the real world. Mm-hmm. Uh, the real world, like I just, I never got into it. I wasn't a fan. I thought it was dumb. And yeah, at, at least like you said, with road rules, there was some kind of like consequence and games they were playing rather than just the drama and like the confession booths and all that. It just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. So with with the fall of MTV News, however, we we run into the situation where like the news is not flashy. The news is not "quote unquote" special. It's a premium bonus provided to people to keep people hooked in and give them something else that they're, you know, they're staying around for the commercial breaks and everything. And it's mm-hmm. it's not like it's a money making affair to run a, a new, little news group like that. It's just you know you you did it because you wanted people to stick around on the channel. The news itself yeah. didn't make money. It was everything around the news that the news was keeping you hooked for that made the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the advertising, the time that you were spent watching, the ratings, etc. You know, that's what made the money. Yeah, so getting rid of it, I mean, I can see it from a purely corporate sense. Because, you know, MTV, all the cable channels are suffering. Because everything that's on broadcast TV is suffering. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's, no one wants to pay for that anymore. They're all going, they're all getting rid of their cable connections. And they're either going back to antenna if they're zennials who just don't want to pay for anything. Which, I can't blame them. Or they're going yeah. online and finding YouTube, or they're paying for a streaming service, or twenty billion, because uh, there's just more of that out there, and you can at least better fine tune what you're looking for at any particular time. I, like so, cable companies have to cut back. Uh, a prospect like maintaining MTV News is difficult because it's not like it's YouTube ready either. It should be, but it's it's not exactly like. By the time you get the news that you want, you've already seen it somewhere else on Google News or your Twitter feed or whatever. So I guess it's like a money the, losing proposition at this point. Yeah, the age of the internet, like, you know, you know, we grew up before that was like a thing. We were just there, like when it was becoming a thing. Mm-hmm. So like it, you have the touch of everything at your fingertip. Like it used to be like the nightly news was how you got your news. Now you can pick up your phone that has more power in it than the first rocket to the moon and figure out anything you want to figure out at any given time. You know, whether it's true or not, sure, you know, there's a lot of misinformation out there, too. But you can find it at a second in your hand. You don't got to sit around and wait for the news anymore. It's already there for you. Well, that's the prospect that that hurts every news program. Like, I don't know the last time I actually even thought to sit down and watch the news. Because, you know, I get up in the morning, I go, I I do my rounds, and I I hit my a couple tech sites, I hit news, and then I go and I hit, like, a news blog that discusses like long-term articles and like uh, uh, American elections and so forth. That's what I pay attention to. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I get all the news I need out of that without watching a news program or going to one of the cable news channels. And most certainly because I'm not the demographic anymore for it without watching MTV news. Yeah. I mean, I'll get my news like on YouTube from uh, a creator called Philip DeFranco. I feel like he does a pretty good job of like 
you know, giving it to you without like one side, more of like a conversation. He's not going to try to steer you one way or the other, which I can appreciate. You know, I, I did watch some CNN and Fox News back, you know, and I hate to say it when Trump was in office, just because like, you know, it was like a train wreck. What's going to happen <laughs> today? And like, you know, that was kind of, you know, terrifying and fun to look at all at the mm, same time. It was like yeah. Russian roulette with what did he do with the country today? <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I don't really pay attention to it much anymore because it's you know it, it's just boring and it doesn't affect me for the most part and you know my little world and bubble encompasses a few things and few people and i am happy in that so unless something truly tragic happens like i get my news in little snippets and that's good enough for me from the twitter feed or from google or something when you're yeah there. yeah and that's I yeah mean, that's, that's what people are or that's and that's what like mtv news was fighting and i guess if you're not gonna if you're going to do the produced segments the way they are, they have to update. And I'm, I'm trying to think, how do you even update something like that for the internet without just like, I don't know, just running a Twitter feed and ignoring the videos altogether. Like no one wants to hear from Tur Kurt Loder's Twitter feed. I, he's a good guy. He did the news really yeah. well, but like, yeah. that's not the same as watching him say the news to you. So it's, it, it loses that certain something. And it used to be like, you know, it was Tom Brokaw. It was, you know, Dan Rather. It was your nightly guy that you watched. You know, for some of us, it was Kurt Loader for times because yeah. that's what we were watching. And we were watching MTV. Like, that was our guy. Mm -hmm. um, you, don't, you don't really have that anymore. You know, and there's no connection, I guess you would say, that like our parents or grandparents may have had or, you know, that, that kind of brand loyalty you had to like a certain network or time slot for your news. You just don't have it anymore. Um, and that's just kind of the way things have evolved in this age of technology with everything being there. And then to your point, like it costs money to do these things, the production value, you, you got to pay people in a studio. You got to pay a producer to be in their ear. You got to pay a script writer to write the script. You got to pay somebody to do the graphics. It's, it's money and money talks. And if it's not bringing in money, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to go. Yeah. Which is sad. I mean, there's, there's, there's a certain requirement of information like the one nice thing about mtv news the way it was for the people that were watching it which not many people watch mtv news and mtv anymore which mm -hmm. it's not even music television it's just mtv uh yeah. you, you gotta go to vh1 you gotta go to vh1 now to get your actual music if you can even find that anymore go I figure think, um was it is it mtvr or like one of the channels that has like a letter after it and it's mm -hmm. it's like just music videos still and i doubt anybody watches that at all but like I, I remember much music was a ch channel that we got here in like the uh, the northern east coast or, or fuse tv fuse, uh you know yeah yeah we would watch that you know like that was a canadian broadcast or something mm -hmm. like that we would get and, and we would watch the news that or the news the music that way because mm -hmm. that's where you could find music videos instead of turning on mtv and expecting music and seeing trl play and getting two minutes of a four minute song before they fade out and go talk to the crowd and the screaming girls i'm like i don't care show me the music show me the music yeah <laughs> So many good music while you're at, which TRL very rarely did. Yeah, they'd always <laughs> skip. Like, you know, I, I grew up like a metal fan, so like you know, I remember Corn being on the list, and like maybe like number three or two, and they play like forty seconds of like you know, falling away from me or something, and then go off to like you know, I don't know, Charleston Daily talking to some random guest like I do not care about. I'm like, well, I but I sat around for forty five minutes to see fifteen seconds of the song I wanted. Thanks, appreciate that. Well, and that's part of the reason why people just don't watch MTV for the music anymore. Uh, I mean, yeah. even if MTV was going to play it. You can get the whole video online. Why bother yeah. doing that here? And I mean, in the age of YouTube and Spotify, Pandora for a while there, although I don't know how many people still use Pandora at this point, mm. but like for those kinds of things, you get the whole song. If you're doing it through YouTube, you get the video as well. Uh, you can just set up a playlist that maybe someone else has curated or 
say fuck it and go, just go find some lo-fi beats or something like the the era of MTV passed MTV by. I can see why they don't play uh, music anymore, mm-hmm. and I can see why they struggled with the idea of whether or not they even needed the news. But like at the same time, you've got a locked-in audience of like a certain age demographic, and from just a perspective of like cultural literacy, if you train them on doing the news now in little tiny bursts at the ten-minute mark once an hour. They're more likely to pay attention to the news later. You know, it's that that whole hook of while they're young kind of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, they went in the direction of, you know, our money is made through, you know, these shows because yeah, that's what do. people tune into, the reality shows. And that's the, the, the bridge they went to, and that's what they cross, and it's fine. But, I mean, you know, if, you know, to your point about cable again, you know, the music stations you could find in like the four or five hundreds are where you find your music. If you wanted to throw that on the background at a party, like if you didn't throw on MTV, you found like, you know, 80s hits on like channel 425 or whatever. And you just let that play in the background. You're not going to look for MTV, VH1, Fuse. It doesn't exist anymore. You're, if you want a music, it's funny, but the music television is no longer synonymous with music. No. Well, and I mean, I think if you think about it from that perspective, the second cable boxes started putting their own music channels in there, because I know there was a lot of them that, like, you you roll up to the 900s, uh, mm-hmm. or you were talking the 400s there, yeah. Like, yeah. They, you just have that there, and it's much better curation than anything MTV did, because, you know, MTV would just play anything. Oh, my God. It was, like, it, the, the, it was it very genre-defied what you could find on there. You you want to listen to bluegrass, they got a bluegrass. You want country, they have country. 70s, 80s, 90s, they had all – you could find what you wanted and then have to suffer through – I mean, I'm not going to smash, but, like, you know, listen to, like, TLC or the Backstreet Boys before you wanted to listen to something you actually wanted to hear. You can just <laughs> go to what you want to hear. Not that there's anything wrong with DLC. No, not at all. I mean, I'm just saying, like, my point is, if if you don't want to listen to it, you're not going to. You can just seek something where you can listen to what you want. Are you telling me that you didn't go chasing waterfalls? I mean, I'd stick to the rivers and the lakes. And <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that. Insert required, uh, no scrubs pun, and we move on. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, does does Fuse TV even still play music? I thought they switched away from it too. I I've got you know speaking of getting rid of cable, I got rid of my cable probably mm-hmm. about like four or five years ago, yeah. and like I I just do uh, YouTube YouTube TV, and like I'll cancel that during the year. Like I I get it for sports in the fall for football, and other than that, like I just, I, just I do I do yeah football. football. I just do football. <laughs> I mean I'll watch you know I'll watch uh, YouTube, I'll watch uh, my Hulu, I'll watch you know Crunchyroll, mm-hmm. Netflix, whatever I feel like watching. You know I don't watch basic cable. You know when we have the YouTube TV, like I'll throw it on looking for something and there's just nothing I want to watch. <laughs> I don't want to watch TV. <laughs> I mean, I loved having cable way back. I haven't had cable in like oh. 10 years at least, but I loved having yeah. cable way back for like the Daily Show. It was great. Yeah. I liked yeah, watching yeah. the Daily Show. When all the clips that are worthwhile from the Daily Show are put up on the Daily Show YouTube the next day, why right. watch the Daily Show? <laughs> yeah, like I, I love um, Seth Meyers's, you know, segments like, you know, a closer look and his monologues on late night. And like, I'm not always up late enough to watch it, but I can watch it the next day on mm-hmm. YouTube. Like, I don't mm-hmm. need to stay up to watch it. I get, you know, that snippet of the segment broadcast that I want right there, that 10 to 15 minutes or whatever. And then I can just move on to, you know, watching kittens play with yarn. I mean, whatever else I feel like watching that day. And whatever music video you want that you can't find on YouTube or uh, MTV Ex- anymore. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, pour one out for MTV News. It's sad, but it was 
inevitable. It would have been nice to think that they could have transitioned it over to like a YouTube channel that could have updated on a more regular basis and kept people interested and do stuff that way. But of course, then it would have been nice to think that they could have transitioned some of their music stuff over to a YouTube channel while they were at right. it, you know? It's it, they, I mean, looking at it too, it wasn't, you know, we're talking NTV news here, but I mean, Paramount slash 25% of their workforce, mm-hmm. you know, Paramount being like the parent company that owns them, a quarter of their people don't have jobs anymore. And what does yeah. that tell you about the state of broadcast anything? Well, and I mean, there are two factors that went in for that one, the technology, uh, like seg- industry, the whole segment of the market is just contracted severely. Every technology company of which you pretty much have to count the studios now because of their streaming services. Sure. They've all been axing people. But then you also have the fact that the writer strike happened and a lot of these companies are just going to use it as an excuse to ax more people because yeah. you know, then you can cut costs in the name of, oh, well, we've got to tighten our belt while this tough time is coming through. Yeah, you know, blame it on the economy or, or whatever you want, you know, whatever you want to call it this, this day and age. And then five years later, it'll, it'll change to something else because, yep. you know, the ebb and flow of whatever people want to complain about or blame it on will always change. Yeah, you, 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 you slash 25% of your people and then you do a bunch of stock buybacks and a big dividend bonus for the CEOs. And, yeah, yeah. And everyone's then, like, what the fuck are you doing, you fucking oligarchs? Like, I mean, I don't even know. We said we were going to do this. I mean, we're, we're, we got to make our money. We got to pay for our Bentleys. I mean, God. <laughs> Everyone um, should have the money to pay for their Bentleys, guys. Why don't you? It's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> they probably don't even drive. They probably drive like a, something stupid. Like, you know, Bentleys are too good for people like that. Whatever. But Bentleys is what they have their servants drive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That park that in the guest garage. That's no good over here. <laughs> Anyway, as I was saying, pour one out for MTV News. It's sad to see you go. We'll we'll remember your weird uh, typing onto the screen with the, mm. right before the news <laughs> came on. It was great. And fond memories. Fond, fond memories. Fond memories. I mean, that showed up in a bunch of places. I remember uh, the little MTV News clip that showed up in Airheads. That was hilarious. Right, right. Yeah. It, it, it yeah. had, like, it, you know, it was uh, culturally significant, you know, and Airheads, I mean, that's a quality of movie in and of itself right there. It's cinematic genius i love it <laughs> there's so, some of our friends online um have a co-op team that they call the lone rangers and i can't help but think of airheads every time when i see that there's three of you you're not exactly alone <laughs> yeah, you, can't, you can't just pluralize lone ranger <laughs> <laughs> all yeah. thanks to airheads yeah, uh, Brendan Fraser. Shout out to Brendan Fraser. Yeah. You know, you know, Academy Award winning actor now. You know, from Airheads and wiping his ass with his record contract <laughs> to winning an Academy Award. I mean, it can happen to anybody. He fucking sold that character. Damn it! Oh, it was brilliant. Oh. He's a really underrated actor, and he's had like some down years, I guess you'd say, over the last like ten. And this mm-hmm. this comeback in the movie The Whale that like I'll watch when it comes on MTV, hello HBO or something like that. Um, you know, I'll try to catch it. Uh, but you know, I finally remember Brendan Fraser in Airheads and The Mummy and like you know Encino Man even like you know George of the Jungle. He was a good actor. I like Brendan actor. Fraser. A good actor for the MTV generation. Yeah, you know what? Well played. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I, I bring that back around right there. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> I mean, hell, there was a little Beavis and Buttheads cameo in that movie, too, which is really where they called in over the radio. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very MTV-ish movie right there, even though I think it's probably made by Paramount, but not like directly MTV movies right there. But yeah. About yeah. music, what are you going to do? Good. <laughs> anyway. That I think I think we've wandered enough at this point. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back at some point. Yeah, sure. 
This has been Not So Live from Asteroid T, lamenting the state of music television and music news. I'm your host, Mike Dickenstein. The other Mike here in the booth with me, and we will see you guys next time.